I know you're busy. That's why I put together the Wizard and All Things podcast to help you benefit from all there is to read, watch, listen to. I search and sift to pull together both the practical and the inspirational to benefit the whole of who we are to be, mind, body, and soul. Please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Really helpful, beneficial, and wise. Tell others too. Today's topic, trust in the truth, the confidence of conviction. And we're kind of talking about moving from ideas to action. D.A. Carson says this, Conviction is the driving force that transforms belief into action. It's the unwavering commitment to truth and principle that enables us to navigate the complexities of life with purpose and integrity. Without conviction, he says, our beliefs remain mere ideas, but with it, they become the catalyst for positive change in our lives and the world around us. It's big if we start doing stuff, but we need to know what we need to do. Picture Winston Churchill, the iconic British statesman, during the darkest days of World War II. As he stepped up to the podium, the world held its breath. In the midst of relentless bombings and the looming Nazi threat, Churchill delivered his resolute speeches with unwavering conviction. His famous words, we shall never surrender, echoed through the hearts of a nation and reverberated across history. Churchill's conviction in the face of seemingly insurmountable odds served as a guiding light for his nation and the world. It's a testament to the extraordinary power of conviction to inspire, lead, and transform. Just as Churchill's convictions inspired a nation, the right convictions can guide us toward a life of purpose, resilience, and fulfillment. This brings to mind the old adage, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. Remember the dwarfs? From the Lord of the Rings, truly, size doesn't matter. Galadriel, a royal elf from the movie The Lord of the Rings, said this, Even the smallest person can change the course of the future. Our convictions, no matter how small they may feel, can have a monumental impact on the world. When I say conviction, I don't mean that we feel strongly about something. Obviously, we can feel strongly about any number of things that are not true. Having a conviction, being convinced, is the conclusion of a process whereby the evidence has been considered and the correct judgment has been made based on that evidence. I just recently came across a quote that further emphasizes my point. I borrowed the book, The Genius Life. It's a book on on healthy living from the library and, and found this on page 35. Here it is. Truth is singular. Its versions are mistruths. David Mitchell said that, Cloud Atlas. I think it's a book from like 2004. The truth is exclusive. It's this one, not those or any other, because they're not true. The truth is, conviction is not merely a passing belief or a fleeting emotion, however strongly felt. It's an unshakable and deeply held belief grounded in truth that serves as a compass for our life's decisions and actions. It's the unwavering faith, not in your values, but in the right values and principles that gives us confidence, assurance. Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. This is only possible if our conviction stands firmly and squarely on what is true. Dr. Constable included this reference from Charles Hodge in his commentary on Hebrews 11.1. He shared that Hodge defined faith in this verse as not blind, irrational assent, but an intelligent reception of the truth on adequate grounds, end quote. Conviction is the belief that one is standing on something strong. Our basis for trust is sure. 
This is why we have the confidence to take action, as D.A. Carson's quote affirms. Having the confidence of conviction will aid us in at least three ways. First, it provides a sense of purpose. Convictions provide us with a profound sense of purpose. They give meaning to our lives by aligning our actions with what is true, making each day purposeful and fulfilling. Second, it guides us in decision-making. Strong convictions act as a moral compass, helping us make ethical and principled decisions, even in the face of uncertainty. And three, builds resistance and endurance. When the winds of change blow, convictions are the sturdy anchors that keep us grounded. They provide the resilience needed to face challenges head on. Developing a a biblical conviction is a profound and spiritually rich part of our journey. It's not just about forming opinions. It's about aligning our beliefs and values with the timeless truths found in the Bible. Carl F.H. Henry says, Conviction is not something that comes to us automatically. It is the product of spiritual growth and discipline. It is nurtured by the study of the Bible, prayer, and fellowship with other believers. Here are several factors in our working through a process of developing conviction. I have six parts for you. First, be willing to change. You may be wrong despite how you feel. So developing biblical conviction often requires us to change our thinking, our behavior, and even our lifestyle. No doubt can be a difficult process, but it is essential for spiritual growth. Be willing to shape your convictions around Scripture rather than making Scripture fit your pre-existing opinions. Approach the Bible with a posture of humility, recognizing that our understanding is finite and that God's truth is not. Secondly, make a commitment to the authority of the Bible. In order to develop biblical convictions, we need to embrace the significance of proper hermeneutics, which is the science of interpreting the Bible. It means that we are to carefully and responsibly approach the understanding of the historical, cultural, and contextual aspects of Scripture. This ensures that convictions are rooted in a solid understanding of the biblical text. The Bible is the inspired Word of God and is the ultimate authority for all matters of faith and practice. Thirdly, pray for the Holy Spirit's guidance. The Holy Spirit is the one who convicts us of sin, leads us to repentance, empowers us to live a life that is pleasing to God. Prayer is a vital companion on this journey of developing conviction as we seek guidance and illumination, asking for the Holy Spirit's wisdom to grasp the deeper truths of the Word. So be willing to change, make a commitment to the authority of the Bible, pray for the Holy Spirit's guidance. Fourth, move from knowledge to action. Biblical convictions are not just intellectual beliefs, but are to be lived out in compassion, love, and service to others. Living out what we learn will keep this from becoming an intellectual exercise as we help others understand and apply biblical wisdom in their lives. Fifth, iron sharpens iron. I had a professor at Moody Bible Institute say, iron sharpens iron, jello sharpens nothing. I have always wanted to make that into a t-shirt. It makes the point that we don't do any sharpening if we're jello. So we should seek out community and discipleship that nurtures personal and spiritual growth. And lastly, be patient. Developing biblical convictions takes time and effort. It is not something that happens overnight. So it's important to be patient and to persevere in our efforts. In many ways, this world conspires to blow us off course. When we develop biblical convictions, we are best able to resist those winds, navigate life's twists and turns, and shape our beliefs, character, and actions into a way that reflects the love and grace of Christ. Go to wisdominallthings.com to listen to other episodes and to get signed up for the newsletter. I'll send wisdom to you every Sunday morning.
That's at wisdominallthings.com. And please rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast. And thanks for listening to the Wisdom in All Things podcast.